0: This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to the Pivotal Conversations podcast. Uh, It's your host Kyle and today's episode is an absolute ripper. Um, I was wondering if I could actually say that on here, like is is ripper still one of the the Australian slang words that can get used, but I'm going to use it anyway. It is an episode that is just jam-packed full of value and basically what we're talking about on this episode is cash flow and finance within business so you know i take a a, meet myself and reese sit down and uh we kind of discuss the importance of financial literacy and cash flow in business and and for me this is the most important topic i know i had a lot of trouble with this early on in my business and you know the more and more financial literacy i gain and the the better i um, build a relationship with money where it's a you know a bi-directional communication and you know, what I mean by that is, you know, um, your business talks to you through the objective data um, within your finances and cash flow. So, you know, what you can, the the, the numbers that you really want to use to see if your business is growing is the that number, that P word, profit. Um, and that's something that we go through in this podcast. It's, it, you know, just a, this is hands down the most important topic Um that you want to gain knowledge on if you want to if you own your own business and you want to start thriving and having success then you know i I can't really think of anything else that comes to mind that's more important than um you know finance and cash flow so it's a really cool episode though because we try to keep it nice and light because obviously this is a it's a topic that i think everyone who owns a business has struggled with and um you know we'll always have a kind of this kind of uh, struggle with it um where sometimes it's great sometimes it's not so great um and and you know sometimes talking about money is is hard and and it can be Uh, something that gives us or makes us anxious and you know the reason that we wanted to have this conversation is to tell you and show you guys that everybody um, goes through these struggles at some point um, and it can always be you know it can be taken from you and given to you um, both positively and negatively um, at any moment so it's really important that you guys start to kind of really be open to learning about this stuff and also kind of You know, really get the notepad out in this session and and start taking notes because, um, what me and Reese actually discuss is our two biggest money mistakes. Uh, so that you know we're both been in business, um, for quite a long time now. Not not as much as some, but, um, you know we feel like that, um, some of our biggest mistakes you guys could get some massive learnings from, um, and even kind of surpass or kind of, um, avoid the the these the exact same mistakes, um. So we kind of dive deep into our two biggest lessons and mistakes that we've made with money. We unpack those, um, which is, you know, really cool for you guys. Um, And some of the topics that just arose was, you know, like why intuition in business is just such a dangerous game. It's something that, um, you know, I really think you shouldn't be, you know, it plays a a little role, but you should be combining that and really making a lot of your decisions from objective data um, and, you know, looking at your kind of profit and losses and setting goals around financial um, positioning. Uh, And, you know, one of the other things that we kind of go through is using financial literacy as business strategy. So kind of just what I just touched on is, you know, how do we actually make decisions in our business? Are we making them based on intuition or are we making them based on, you know, what the numbers are telling us? Uh, and how a positive relationship with money can really help you thrive in business you know really I I used to have such a negative relationship with money when I first started in business and that actually showed in my business you know how much profit I was making how much stress I was under and you know for me one of the biggest things is in life is and especially in business is I want to be able to work because I can and not because I have to you know and that's I think that's where I truly find the most fulfillment is especially now is that you know I, I can stay home um and and kind of chill out and and you know have a day off and um everything will still run pretty smoothly and I think um that's what cash flow and a positive relationship with money can actually do for you um so they're just some of the topics that we cover and um there's many more by the way this is kind of one of those jam-packed episodes because I think it's such a there's it's such a really kind of interesting but fragile topic um so i'm really excited for you guys to get stuck into that um and uh you know give us some feedback on it as well reach out to us on instagram um reach out to the mastery page on instagram with some of your biggest money struggles if you're currently going through one would be we've been more than delighted to kind of just have a conversation with you there and um, try to add as much value as we can. As I said, you know, our Instagram feeds are kind of, we're an open book when it comes to that stuff. And um, I'm sure that there's going to be some stuff talked about today and even some of our mistakes that some of you have been through, you've experienced or you're currently going through. And and I think the answer to, or the kind of the thing that we really want you to get out is that, you know, it's okay. Like there is a way out of these situations and you, you know, you can always change the circumstance just by, Making a decision consciously to be to put more effort in with your you know your money situation and your financial literacy. Um, before we dive into the episode, guys, um, on the back of this, you know we've got the PT Profit System, which is a free um, tool up, up on our website, which is EliteVitalityMastery.net. Um, it's not. EliteVitalityMastery.com. We've just recently changed that, so it's EliteVitalityMastery.net. Um, head on there into the free resources tab. There's a few others there, but the main one from this episode is the PT Profit System. It's basically a system. I've kind of mentioned it before, but it's a system that will, if you implement, it, I guarantee it will bring you more financial stability and more profit within your business. And if you can be diligent to it, I guarantee your business um, and everything in it will just get 110 percent better. Um, you know, Jamie Smith. We, we base a lot of that on a book called um, Profit First. And to be honest, such an amazing book, um, something that I, a book that I recommend everyone who's a business owner read. Um, but if you head on over to uh, our, our website, we've kind of adjusted that and made it into something that is applicable for PTs. And again, just such a great tool. Uh, and the other thing as well as this week, we've got our business insider subscription starting. So this is basically going to be a... A subscription that we're offering to people who want to grow their business, who want to become better business owners, who really just want to start to transform and kind of gain knowledge in the business realm um, that it's going to be full of articles, you know, content um video content heaps of different really really cool kind of subjects and and really just trying to give every give more and more knowledge um in the business realm because it is something that obviously a lot of us in the pt world aren't that great at um so it's something that we're trying to start just to give more value so um you can sign up to that on our website also so jump on over um Literally all you have to do is subscribe and and we'll be starting this week with heaps of content from some experts or from uh, All around the world who are experts in different and many topics um, and it's 100% free Uh, The only catch is we're only opening it up for 20 people to start off Um, So make sure that you jump in get in um, if if that's something that interests you Um, and that's it that's it guys so you'll be heading on over to listening to the episode now uh as always if you enjoy the episode if you get a bit out of it um make sure you click the subscribe button so you can hear more of our content more of our episodes uh and if you you know if you like it leave a a a review and um and again if you think other people can benefit from it you know take a screenshot give it a share any support is uh greatly appreciated so that we can continue to you know bring our consciousness uh in the realm of business for fitness entrepreneurs with business owners within the health industry kind of just making sure that together we can gain more knowledge so that a lot more of us as a whole can have success Uh, and that's the goal guys so uh, i hope you enjoy the episode and i'll see you on the other side we are live in the den.
0: Oh, yeah, we're in the, uh, pretty much, what's this, the whiskey room almost.
1: Yeah, a brand new uh, venue for the podcast, which I kind of like it, so we might stick with it.
0: It's very moody. Some, you know, there's some fake lights behind us, it looks cool. <laughs> Do you notice that? There's no uh, light bulb actually in there. Just there
1: for the for the look,
0: huh? For the effect. We're
1: all about it, man. We're all about <laughs> it. All right, so... This week's topic is something that I think me and you will have a bit of fun with, and I think it's something that will be just as valuable for the listeners um, in context to probably one of our pillars that we we teach in the mastery, um, which is obviously cash flow. Yeah, Cash flow is one of the... The first things that we teach and there's a reason to it is because with without like, you know, healthy cash flow and kind of steel on the wall stability um, in the business, you're obviously quite hindered. Um, so what we're actually going to do is we're actually going to um, play a little game. Tell me about it. What's the game? Um, so I know that I've made some mistakes with cash flow um, and kind of it's there's been times where it's gone um unconsciously in a place that i didn't want to go through no other reason than kind of maybe no education around the topic especially when i first came into the industry um and i know that me and you've had some pretty cool conversations about this behind the scenes anyway
0: um so i think it's important to highlight bro that like you know whilst we're kind of in a place that we're pretty comfortable now with cash flow and things are going well that you know we've gone through all the uh the mistakes and we still make the mistakes here and there and it's uh, i think it's really valuable for the people at home to kind of understand that failure is a very big part of this business process
1: yeah i think um something that ben said to me last week is is like failure doesn't actually exist like it's like and it's that that whole point i know where you were going with it it's like well when we run into these things these problems these things that we we you know weren't kind of in our awareness or they were kind of going past past us blindly without us being or it was just complete naivety man we were just so it's like in you the know, dark i think it just emphasizes the point that that failure doesn't actually exist failure comes when you quit and um you can learn massive lessons from your biggest mistakes and you're going to make them it's like you know i think um you know i was saying something to someone the other day on a call and i was like you know the, the, if you make i'd rather make 52 mistakes a year than make four um, and the reason is because if I'm making 52 mistakes, there's a fair chance that I'm not making 52 big mistakes. But yeah. if I'm only making four mistakes for the year, that usually means that I'm sweep, sweeping something under the rug and that's going to be a big mistake. It's something that I'm neglecting or I've, I've got this massive lack of awareness. Um, and it comes from like thriving. Like if you're thriving in business, you're constantly making mistakes. You're f- constantly finding out what doesn't work. And I think especially for us, you know, In the fitness industry, we don't come into the industry thinking that we're going to have to look at all this stuff, that we're going to have to understand, you know, a profit and loss statement, that we're going to have to be able to kind of understand how to make financial decisions in alignment with our strategical objective. Um, And unfortunately, um, you find out pretty quickly that you do.
0: Yeah, even more, like even the more mundane things like tax and GST, bro, like that, Man, no one told me that I would have to learn how what to do with that kind of stuff and how to figure it out. Bass statements like, nah, see you later. It's uh, it's all stuff that we had to figure out along the way and it all comes from cash flow. So I think it's going to be a really interesting
1: co- uh, conversation. So what's Wha- the game? How are we going to play this game? Um, so what we're doing is we, we're not – it's not really a game. We're just going to – like we're going to go one by one and we're going to kind of chat about our two biggest money mistakes that we've made or kind of cash flow mistakes um, – in our businesses uh, and in our personal lives uh, each. So we're going to talk about, you know, our two biggest mistakes, kind of look at the lessons we learned, have a bit of a chat about it, break it down um, and try to give as much value to the listeners as we can. Um, and that kind of brings me to where I am right now and you're going first. <laughs> Thanks.
0: You just throw me right in the deep end, bro. <laughs> All right, man, I mean, uh, I think my biggest one came uh, when I first started to get uh, quote unquote successful in the, uh, in the industry and I was I'll give you a bit of a backstory to it, man. I was I was pumping out 70, 70 to 75 sessions a week one on one. I was also a part of a mentorship program um, which was a little bit of a different setup to this, but uh, long story short, I was managing maybe six other trainers uh, underneath myself and helping them thrive in their business. Um, so things were going well uh, and the turnover was pretty high. Um so long story short uh I missed the tax time I uh it got you know it got to the end of the tax oh, year we'll the in there. <laughs> end of financial year and I was just like ah, you know it doesn't matter it's all good put that aside and I think I kept doing that I kept doing that kept doing that until about February so we're talking like 6 months uh of backdated stuff I went in and I continued to have an extremely successful 6 months after the in fi- uh, financial year previously uh and then it got to a point went into the accountant and goes yeah cool so you've gone over my last one. I think my last tax return was like on the lowest end of the, t- uh, you know, um, financial income. So I don't think I even got taxed the year before. And then I went up like four brackets. Um, so he goes, cool. You've got a back date of six months. You've got your, all your owing taxes. You've got a back date GST. Uh, of we've got to apply for GST and then back date that all too. Long story short, it ended up being like a 50 grand bill like that. Just bang on there. And then, I kind of was like, oh shit, because about two weeks prior, I forgot all the money in my bank account wasn't mine. I went and bought a brand new car up front, <laughs> my first my first new car as a 21 year old. It was like, yeah, cool. I'm going to do that. Uh, thankfully, I had all the money there sitting in savings still. Like I had enough to cover the bill. Uh, but to see 50 grand leave your account in one hit that you didn't account for, you can you can pretty uh, pretty much guess how much how much that affected the business, how much that affected momentum, and how much that uh, stopped me from them making moves that I guess the next six years because six, six months, sorry, six years, my God, uh, six months because I didn't have the capital there that I thought I would, I wouldn't be able to put in and uh, create the systems and the processes that I wanted to.
1: I think it's a massive lesson like, um, you know, I had something similar. Um, my bill wasn't as big but um, I had something similar where, you know, I didn't kind of worry about that stuff for the first six to t- to 18 months and I think the big thing for me there was that I, I had a – a kind of a negative relationship with money. Like I, you know, I, I, I was out of home quite early. Um, didn't have like you know people there kind of telling me how to run my business. um Not even my parents. Like I was out of home when I had my when I started my business. And you know, because I didn't have some the people there telling me how that I needed to do this, I needed to do that. It was the same thing. I kind of ran into this place where. I didn't want to kind of have to worry about my tax because I knew that I wasn't conscious of it. I knew that it wasn't putting con- conscious money away. I was saving money, but I knew that it wasn't going in there and I neglected it for I think the first 18 months of my business. And, you know, I, I just remember walking, I, I For some reason I went to fucking Geelong, which is like a 50-minute train ride, right, like something like that to just see an accountant where there was probably one, Around the corner. Around the corner. So, again, this is how how much I didn't know back then in regards to this. But same thing, had like a a tax bill. Um, But the other thing that kind of I think the big lesson out of that is that, you know, basing how you're doing in business on intuition... Oh. like intuitively going yeah i'm going well and it's like you something you constantly hear is like you know a, a pt kind of basis how well they go on their sessions it's like and and you know what man like i remember he, when i was working a good life an email got sent out and it was like oh you know what's your goal sessions to hit and i was like this was kind of later on like after i had um i kind of had an understanding of this and i go how wrong is that yeah. like how wrong is that that people are trying to base success on how many sessions that they're doing rather than the income that they're earning because yeah. it's they're, they're, they're trying to take you away from understanding money and it's like you need to understand money because growing a successful company has nothing to do with how many hours you work but it has with the, the amount of return you get um so
0: that's where like i think i've said this before on the podcast but when i was in that position of doing 70 sessions a week and i probably had uh over a thousand dollars of passive income through the mentorship it was like okay cool my life is just sessions everything sessions became a currency right i bought things in sessions if there was a thing that was if there was a 200 hundred dollar jacket like cool that's 1.25 sessions like that's how i thought it was just like everything i did was just a a trade for how many sessions do i need to do to do that um and that kind of like bring it back to cash flow man it's like i just had no idea none of no none of my money had any job it just kind of came in and it's up there and then i spent it when i thought that i had enough sessions to, to spend i never had like any structure behind money i never i never knew what was going in but i had no idea what was going out either all right like so i might have you know been doing pretty good as like top line revenue but what i was actually keeping was pretty minimal and i think like i'm i i kind of see this as a, a very lucky position that i was in um i experienced this quite young and now look whether we want to call it luck or whatever i like worked hard when i was young don't, it doesn't matter um I see it as luck because experiencing a large amount of income at the age of 21, uh, or what I saw to be large at that time, at least, um, and coming into a very big uh, financial bill, big responsibility to then start going, all right, well, I need to start learning how to budget. I need to start giving every dollar a job and I need to start figuring out what my money's actually doing. Uh, Because at that point it was just like work goes into the bank, work goes into the bank and then spend. There was nothing uh, actually moving forward. And I didn't, I was, because I didn't have any cash flow uh, structure, I had no ability to actually progress or move forward. I had no plans or go, okay, well, what can I do with that? What can I implement that to do uh, within the business? Or can I buy back more time? Just, it's
1: into it. 100%. And I think, you know, again, it's like basing on what we do on intuition. It's like, you know, when we're with clients and we're, you know, trying to help them with the nutrition, it's like we don't tell them to, you know tell me like it's we don't base the success of that of how they die and the results they get based on intuition because it's like that that there's a lack of education there on how they should feel there's a lack of education of the the level of consciousness you have to be at to actually intuitively make correct decisions and even the what the people that um do make decisions off intuition they've got a biased lens so how they feel and how they think they're going can literally dictate whether they're having success or not. Like, and it's the same in business is like, I remember like when I started to do well in a similar scenario to what you just kind of talked about is that I started to base how successful my company was based on um, how many sessions I was doing and, and kind of how busy I was. And then what ended up happening was, you know, I got to a year down the track and then when I went to get my tax return, my tax return was like, $30,000, thirty thousand dollars. Like is like the sorry, my income. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Like yeah. you're telling me I'm working what, fifty, sixty hours a week.
0: For thirty grand. For
1: thirty grand. Yeah. And that was a massive eye opener for me. And it was like, but that's the thing with intuition is like, you know, I, I didn't check how I was going. I didn't I didn't put effort into my cash flow because I thought I was killing it. Yeah. And the reality of it was is that I was not killing it. I was doing quite the opposite. But I was basing that on You know how well or how busy I was you know I and this is like this is a massive lesson man like the biggest lesson I've learned in business over the last four years is that you cannot get attached to hard work hard work is a foundation and it is important but what most of us should be doing is trying to achieve maximum return on minimal dose because guess what if I'm getting a maximal return on minimal dose that means when I work hard oh, damn, do I get that return. And the return isn't just money. The turn is results. Like the, you want to put the minimal amount of effort in with your clients to get the maximum return and that is how you scale a business.
0: And that's that's really good because it's going to really, really hit home for the uh, people at home because if we kind of relate this back to personal training and programming, Right. You just nailed it bro like we see people all the time that uh we write programs for and we we want to try and get them a result with the least amount of effort possible it's called minimal effective dose the med it's a volume metric right but then when we do drop them in and we go cool we're going to go for a maximum adaptive dose right a maximum adaptive volume they get way better but they've already got that baseline they've already
1: getting stuff happening with that minimum amount that's sick i like that yeah well and that's the way you should look at business right like i think you know when it, like, this year i've kind of been looking into that is like how can i and even just with my business is like how can i get a maximal return on minimal dose and and i still work hard like i still do 10 hour days but what it is is that i'm getting more out of my 10 hour days than what i was five four years ago and the reason is because that's what i'm always looking for i'm always going okay well how can i get the biggest return on my investments and my investments are Either time or money. Yep. Now, if I if the time I put into my business, I want to get a bigger return. A bigger return can be many different things. It's not talking just about cash, but it's also going okay. Well, you know, like if I invest money in something, what I'm looking at is a good investment. Right? Is getting a return on your money and what that return is. It's like so you know. It, and this is the thing is like it's that's what we should be trying to do. It's like if I invest money in something, like. I want to get a return, yeah, and I want to get a good return. and that that's the point here is that like it's the same with your time. and and as a small business owner, the biggest thing you're investing is time. so how could, how can you get the best return? for that time and that is the absolute goal of business and and the better you get at it right the more people you help the better the results for your clients like the things that we're really trying to push in the industry which have to be at the forefront but the byproduct of that is again a return on investment through money and we can't like i'm all for getting results man like that's the that's the 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 forefront of what what every business as a coach should be right but if you're neglecting money. And you've, that just means you've got a poor relationship with money and you're going to keep getting taught lessons with money just as me and you did, just as most business owners do. Everyone can put their hand up and say they've been taught a lesson with money before. You will keep getting taught the same lessons until you learn that money is the it's it's the only thing that connects the whole world. Terry Condon says it when he presents in the Mastery Program. Jaden Post says it. Money is the, the language we all speak. Without money, we kill each other. Yeah. Without money, we're just tribes that are absolutely going to kill each other for food we're going to kill each other for our habitat everything bro our environment everything so it's like you know money is a beautiful tool if you look at it as a beautiful tool if you look at it as an enemy and as something that you is holding you back or causing your life distress then it's going to cause your life distress Mm -hmm. the way you perceive money is so so important it's uh it's
0: a really good way to put it man like Well, I guess probably one of the biggest questions I have for you would be like after you kind of went through that thing with the tax issue and whatnot and like um, tax return and whatnot, what was the biggest lesson you actually took away from that?
1: Because for me- Quantification. Like quantification is so important in a business. Um, Quantification, not just with like, because again, it was like, I I thought I was killing it. Like I absolutely thought I was crushing it. and. Fuck! it filled me full of confidence but then when i got that tax return and and especially when i got the tax bill i was like well what the fuck's this yeah like i don't know like what, what do you mean you got to pay. 30 grand all... yeah. 30 grand <laughs> and it's like that's what i was like but it wasn't even the fact that it was 30 grand like i value 30 grand yeah but i wasn't like my i looked at the time i was spending like i was sacrificing so much back then like yeah. like i was like Man, I was fucking getting up at four thirty in the morning for a five thirty start, and I wasn't getting home till nine o'clock. And it was like thirty fucking grand. And yeah. the other thing was like thirty grand. Where the fuck's my thirty grand gone? Yeah, what have you done with it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, like that's that. That was like I was like, oh fucking Jesus, thirty yeah. grand. And that that's when I was like, okay, well, quantification is so important. And then that led me to kind of understand quantification with metrics, targets, KPIs. Because then all of a sudden, this is the language you're... This is, your, this is the way your business is trying to communicate to you. Like the metrics that you use, the money that you have coming in, the profit margins, the expense margins, everything that is within money and then everything that's in within the quantification with the business metrics that you're, you're tracking. And this is where most people go wrong is that they run into obstacles and they run into obstacles that it should be much, they're much larger than what they should be because their business is trying to talk to them your business is trying to communicate with you at all points every single part of your day every single part of your week your year your month but if you, if you're not listening right if you're not if you're not if you're not got your ears pricked for the message your business is trying to send you guess what your small problems turn into big problems and you're going to keep running into the same obstacles until you're willing to have an open conversation with your business and that is the absolute fucking truth like if there's one thing i can across this we're going to keep going but of course but it's like that is like quantification and looking at the numbers is an ob they are objective metric metrics that can teach you and direct you on how to make efficient decisions in business and i guarantee you growing a successful business has fuck all to do with hard work and has everything to do with making efficient decisions yeah has everything to do with good judgment and decision making
0: good judgment, decision-making and learning how to adapt from issues because they're going to come up. They're going to, they're going to happen. But like you said before, there's no such thing as failure. If you keep moving forward, it's you're going understand. to learn and adapt. Um, so what would, I guess we've kind of gone into one of your biggest financial things as well. Um, I guess my, all right, my second bro, it's kind of got it, It's going to intertwine into a bit of another issue that I thought that there was something missing in my business. I thought that I needed that magic pill. There was that thing that was just going to, make it boom um you know take it from where i was to where I, I thought that it could go and um my my answer to this was like i i need a functioning membership website where i can drop all my clients into that rather than using the external shared drive system it's all there um their check-in systems are all through the website it's all that's kind of what i thought was going to be the dig the big difference um in the in i guess my space um so kind of went out there i was like All right, i want to develop this website i got this plan on how i want it to work uh and i went up i ended up getting a quote through a web developer um who was like a specific coder and you know mind you i will kind of put this i will preface this that there are systems out there that wanted that could have done the shit that i wanted to do yeah. i could have just rebranded other systems but no i was like not i want to I want to do it my way i wanted things uh very specific and as i said i thought it was going to be the the magical answer that was going to bring me all the success in the world um anyway got a quote for this website at 12 grand which was uh mates rates uh at the time i knew the guy quite well uh long story short it, we kind of went through this back and forth thing that he kind of told me that he's not very good at by graphics. the way
1: like just for any of you guys that know i know the system behind this i know what reese was trying to do um and i also know that i got like quoted a fucking ten thousand dollars for a, an, basic. A, for a basic website. So the $12,000, like when it says it's mates rates, like anyone who's kind of looked at kind of going and outsourcing a, a website knows that like that's fucking the truth. Yeah. I was like that, gobsmacked at 10 grand. I was like, what the hell?
0: Yeah. So this this thing when it was like the coding that was going to go into it was pretty excessive. So I was like, I was hoping that it could um, pretty much do like not only weight tracking, but stress tracking, uh, digestion tracking, sleep, all this other stuff and then create uh proactive uh suggestions for these clients before I even got to look at it um but anyway this guy he as much as he was good at his coding he wasn't a graphic designer he didn't know how to make things look good um and anyway i ended up with this site that was um it looked pretty it looked pretty in- interesting to say the <laughs> least um and look it was functioning but i like any other business owner then didn't realize that things change right Mm-hmm. so i went over to bali and you're the same this when you go to bali you kind of get into a good groove with business and you start thinking of some stuff so i ended up changing my whole systems after he'd built this whole thing he'd, uh, he uh he completed it it was all good it was ready to go i went over to bali and i spent like two weeks just changing all of my systems to make them just 10 times better than what they were and they were already pretty pretty full on um come back i was like all right bro i want to change this change that he's like yeah cool it's going to be like another 15 grand to implement all of that i was like you know what dude just turn it off just delete it and have it as a home page for literally it just became an online business card it was like lionstone physique coaching here's my number here's my email bam that was it paid like 12 grand for for like a cover photo essentially uh and then i went away was like all right this is pissing me off because it's no good representation of a business so i went and redesigned the whole website myself and uh went through like a third party web hosting system and then i've just used all my own back-end systems on a uh well, i reverted back to what i was doing i was using an external shared drive system um, so
1: what do you think the lesson is there right like i think um i i kind of got a good idea of what i think it is but i'll like what, what was the lesson you learned
0: for me the biggest thing was i needed to stop externalizing the fact that something else can make me successful right i was expecting this system to be the you know the bee's knees that was going to just fly and was going to go crazy so i kind of i my biggest lesson for me originally was um Stop trying to shift the blame. That there's going to be this magic thing that will make you uh, get to where you want to be. Um, you need to try and think about longer picture. You need to think about rather than you know, cool. What's what's that one thing? It's like, what are the next ten things I can do to make sure that the business goes in the direction it does? Um, but also, that money, regardless of how much you're going to drop into it. So even if that wasn't base rates, um, you know, a shit system's a shit system, right? I could have picked a far more efficient way to do that, Mm. right? As much as the systems are cool, it wasn't a smart idea to try put it all onto a back end of a website.
1: Was that like an intuitive decision? Did Uh, you kind of like, so with that, did you, and what I mean by that is like, did you base that decision and the amount, did you have a a amount that you were willing to spend or did you just intuitively go, this is the system and I'm willing to drop money into it and have no, no basis on that decision or no basis on where it sits in my cash flow system. That was it. Yeah. I had not, he, he could have said any number
0: in the world and it would have been like, cool. I backed my product. I w- I'll stand by that. I backed it that it, like I can put money into this and I thought it was just going to boom. Yeah. Right. So he could have told me another number and it would have been fine, but it still would have ended up the exact same way. Cause, um, and I'm sure man, like you've seen my systems at the moment, like they will change again. They'll change again. And there's not much point in me putting them into a complete coded website where it's going to cost x amount of uh, money to make one small change every time i make a change yeah um but yeah the decision was more so just like i it came from a point of struggle okay so i had kind of my business over the last you know five years has had peaks and troughs like everyone else right i just recently moved into a smaller gym i've gone out of the big box um health club uh i guess realm and then i went into a smaller gym was all right i'm working with less people Um, obviously i was charging more for my time Um, and i was working with a smaller group of people that i really wanted to work with they were great people um but i was like all right i want to really capitalize on the online uh coaching thing i probably only had maybe three or four online clients at that point and i thought that for me to do that i had to come up with this new wow magic pill that was going to do it and it just it just wasn't the case i didn't pay attention to uh i guess this the, the process involved, but I also didn't pay attention to how much money it was going to take to get there um, and what that money could have done for my business if I had to put it elsewhere.
1: Yeah, I think the big thing there is like the thing that I was kind of thinking of with that whole situation was obviously the intuitive based decision. Like there was no objectivity to it. Like it wasn't like, okay, well again what's the risk and reward of this actually and me implementing this and it's like again it's and it's also like okay well does this actually fit into my cash flow system like you know i've got x amount to spend on expenses this year or this you know and it's like where does it sit in the grand scheme of that and am I in a good position to actually do this? And you probably were in a great position to make that decision, but the decision had no objectivity to it. Like there was, there was nothing telling you that it was going to be the correct decision. No. Right. And I think this is where the, you know, like, again, this is why I say like quantification is so important because it's like your metrics tell you how to spend your money. Right. So it's like, you know, testing this system um, on, a, on a lower scale, testing how it would work, creating a test site, to create, yeah. doing like and looking at okay well what am I willing to spend on this test site to make sure that this works and then you know for instance it's like it might have cost you 16 grand to get the website up right because you're doing four four grand plus 12 grand but guess what it's 16 grand that would have got spent and probably got you the outcome that you wanted
0: yeah it would have actually had a return because you look at it this like that was 12 grand that literally turned into zero return because yeah. I didn't put any clients through it I didn't have I didn't even advertise that I finished the website right Mm. it had zero return on investment absolutely zero right only benefit was it was a tax write-off okay cool that means nothing Mm. right um i'm not doing things i'm not making business moves now for a tax write-off
1: how much time went into that as well
0: well this is the thing man like because he wasn't a graphics guy it was double handling it was like okay cool what do you want it to look like so i'd sit there on photoshop i'd photoshop up what i want it to look like and then he'd try and graphic it but man that was just ridiculous the time commitment was insane um and like, it just, it just really comes back to me. And I just, you say, like, if I had have kind of, um, had a test run done, they like, I could have also just worked with more people online first. Like I said, I was working with maybe three or four people. And it's like, this is the answer.
1: This is it. Oh God. Right? The objectivity, right? Like yeah. the, the metrics having, and this is something that I think is, is really important is that you want to have metrics and, and even finance numbers and, and targets that, that again, make these decisions for you. So it's like, same thing, man. It's like the cash flow system and then where you sit in with that and then looking at um, some specific numbers that tell you when you're in a good place to make this decision and kind of – because without it, you're basing everything you do on intuition and it's just not a great way, place to work from. Like I say this quite regularly. Like there's a, It's a crazy stat, but it's like on average, our brains only collect 47% of the data because because it's and it's like it's like intuition is just not a place that you should ever work from it's great and it has its place in 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 our life and the way we make decisions but if you combine subjectivity with objectivity you have this beautiful mechanism that will just give you the right answers all the time and the best businesses on the planet do that the best businesses have the most creative minds and the best business has the data collection that you combine them both together and it's yeah. Your business ends up flowing and you can make decisions and adapt, right? The quickest, adapt, pivot, change direction. And then you're back on your way towards this overarching target that is your the mission of your company or your business.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it's there. It's things like this, the things with like the tax, uh, the tax bill and the, you know, just dropping money into a system that I thought would work. The lessons that I've taken away from that now, like I can stand by every decision I make in business because I've actually kind of got that. Like I, I'm a very uh, creative brain as, as it is. But over the last, what, seven years that I've been in business, I've developed that um, strategical mindset as well of like, okay, when can we actually do these plays? When does when it actually make sense now? Um, and the data that comes along with it that gives us that
1: that decision.
0: That's it. And now now I've got systems in place that collect all that data for me, yeah. right? That actually I kind of collect all this data and it's like, okay, data's collected. Once I hit X KPI, I can spend X to develop whatever I want to do, right? Mm. So like at the moment, you know, there's a few things in the works, but there's a couple more things I need to tick off before I can go all in on developing an
1: app. And it's like, all right, sweet, tick them off. And that right? that's like one thing that oh, I was kind of going through with the guys in the program the other day was going, okay, well, just think about it this way, right? Think about how do I set a strategical, um, uh, strategical plan in terms of my finances and use that to actually look at how I can build up the biggest weaknesses in my business. So it's like, okay, cool. So let's say that, I want to have a thirty percent profit margin, um, and that thirty percent profit margin should always be at thirty percent. Yeah, right. No matter what, that's how we do it. That's how that, that that builds capital in my business. That makes that creates stability, allows me to you know build capital, have the business actually making a profit. Now, and this works for sole traders as well. This works for kind of any type of company. But it's like okay, well, how do I kind of look at creating a strategical plan to know t- how I grow my business? And it goes okay, well. Let's say, look at this. It's like, what's my, LR, my, my LRT, right? My, my task of, um, that gets me the, the least return. Yeah. And I go, okay, so that could be invoicing. That could be admin stuff. That could be video, you know, like, because I know I suck at videos. Like, you put me in front of a camera and I'm like, oh, this is going to be sick. Like, got a camera. And then I take yeah. a photo. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Right? But it's like the task, right, that gets you the least return that takes you the most time. And it's like, or the next thing that you think but that, be you believe, from the metrics is going to help you grow your business. So let's say that you're you're an online coach, right? Online now, you need a presence, and a presence is created by content. So then I need good quality content. So then my next hire that I think will that will take my business forward is content creator, a content creator, or a videographer, or a you know a photos fucking guy, whatever they are, photographer. photographer. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's like, okay, cool. So now I've got my expenses are 70%. My profit is 30%. I, what's, the, what's the number, right? So what's the videographer going to cost me per month that I need to add to my, my revenue? And how does that fit in between these percentages, yeah. right? And then that sets my new target. So now I'm not just going, hey, I want to earn two grand a week because it's fucking cool. Well, that's the thing, man. Right? People,
0: most people just like, it's a cool number.
1: It's a round yeah, number. It's like, oh, I want to make 100K. It's like, Why? But it's the the biggest lesson there is now you can start setting uh, these kind of strategical objectives that gives you target and guess what? It's got meaning. So it's like I'm excited now to achieve this goal because of this financial goal that I've set because of the, the fact that I think it's actually going to help me grow my business further. So I'm growing my business to grow my business
0: yeah and that's it it's like you you get told this or at least i did at the very beginning it's like when you're in a sole trader position you've got to spend money to make it right you've got to be in a position where you're willing to spend it but i'm going to go further on that then rather than just spend money to make it you need to spend money to make it but you need to know what you're spending and why you're spending it right um so if like for example like uh, i think we've spoken a lot to people within the mastery about hiring a VA and hiring someone to deal with, you know, the interactions or the admin side of stuff of your business, and that in itself time saved for you. But how much money do you have to have on top line revenue before you can actually afford to make that decision that is then going to grow your business? Because then you can work more on your business and rather projecting, than
1: a- and it just it kind of emphasizes the, the the whole thing of like thriving rather than surviving. Like the only diff- survival is you've you've only you're working from point of fear. So you have to, you can only ever look to what's in front of you. Yeah. Right. Whereas thriving is being able to plan ahead. And this is really a big part of planning ahead is going, okay, well, this is my strategical objective. And it's not to say that this has to happen because we know that things are going to change. And the the beauty of this is, is go, guess what? Well, if I don't, let's say I have my targets from, you know, in three months I want to hire a videographer. And then over that three months, Right. I have certain targets so it's like cool i need to increase revenue by a hundred dollars per week right and i in let's say i've got i'm going to do that over three months right so then i've got a month to increase revenue by a hundred dollars and then by the end of month three i'll be able to hire the videographer if i don't increase my revenue in that first month then I, I need to pivot and the beauty of this is is by, by tracking my metrics and tra- tracking my numbers and knowing my number, I then can go, okay, well, now over the next two months, I need to change those metrics or I need to push hiring push the videographer back, yeah. back. Yep. and this is where you can start to thrive in business. It's like we say it regularly. It's like playing chess, not checkers. Like yeah, this is the whole game. You want to be good at business, you need to start to thrive. You can't be working from fear and it's, this is a choice right? Like, yeah, I get it. It's hard to sit down and plan ahead for the future. No fucking shit. If it was easy, everyone would be doing it, Exactly. right? Sit down, spend time with the shit you're not good at, learn the language of money, let your business talk to you. And then you make a decision with your business to start planning ahead. And that's when you can really start to thrive. This is
0: like, you know, it comes into, um, when you're looking at like learning, letting money do the talk, right? We can see a lot of people being the same thing that you're in where they're doing stuff they're busy but they're not productive right they might be in doing sessions and they might be taking home or they might be doing 40 40 50 50 sessions and they're maybe taking two grand a week but what are they doing with that money so this coming back into cash flow as well like it's not okay just to earn two grand a week and then spend 1800 on just normal stuff right
1: this is going to lead really well into my biggest learning yeah
0: so where you're spending your money man like it really matters because for every dollar spent, that's a dollar that could be going to your business. It could be growing your business. And if you're spending that just throwing away on just shit that you don't know, like don't get me wrong, you need to have the shit. You need to buy the stuff that makes you feel good because sometimes that's what you need. That's fine. Retail therapy, do your thing. But you need to still account for what's going into your business and where you're spending money because at the end of the day, if you're not spending anything to actually put, if you're not putting back into your business, you're not investing in your business, you're not investing in you.
1: Well, it's a system. You need to have a system. You need to have a cash flow system that talks to you, that communicates to you, that allows you to understand where your money is going. Like you said before, every dollar has to have a job. Yeah. And if every dollar doesn't have a job, it'll find a job. I fucking to right. And that's that's like Terry Condon again. Like this guy's an absolute genius. And and Jaden Post, like they present in the Mastery Program. They're kind of Jaden's a financial advisor. Terry's just a wizard. One fucking smart dude. I don't know. like he's just great, but um, they kind of talk about this stuff. And that was the one thing that I got. like, if if you don't like, and it's so true. It's like, if you don't give um, money a job, it'll find one. And like, that's, we've all learned that lesson fucking. And that's the thing is like, if you're not listening to that lesson and you keep going on, like you are now naive. And it's like, I don't like, like I know I don't like getting called naive and I don't think anyone does, but that's what you're doing. Yeah. Okay. Tell me about it what was your second one my, my biggest thing it's kind of like it's really really closely connected but the biggest thing for me was um knowing the difference or sorry not knowing the difference between my business's money and my own <laughs> yeah um, bro. <laughs> and it kind of ties in because i think the biggest <laughs> thing sure. was for me at the start and even though like as a sole trader like i think one of the best things that ever i ever did was turn my company into a um turn your business into a company it turned my bit sorry my sole trading business into a company because it it kind of restricted me a bit more in in what i did and and i think as a sole trader right one of the biggest things we can get caught up in is that we don't have to separate our money like we can we like you can have two separate accounts but you can always just draw funds Mm. right you're like oh shit ran out of money i'm out for breakfast with friends i'm just going to quickly take some money out of the business account yeah or like Yeah, um, some
0: people don't even have the business account. They just have like oh, two separate accounts on the same card. Fuck, I
1: did at the start. Yeah, bro. Do you know what I mean? But it's like, and that was the thing that like for me, it was like there's not only is it important to separate your accounts, but it's also to, it's really important to look at you and your business as separate entities and also start to look at, um, you know, what belongs to your business and what belongs to you. And, and it's, and even from the point where most people think that all the profit in their business actually belongs to them. And it's like the thing that you learn from a company is that the business profit is actually a really important factor of the perception of your business, right. On how successful it's doing. Yeah. And, and it's important because, you know, like, having that profit margin there means that your business is actually building capital which is means that you've got capital sitting in your business account that's there for a rainy day it's there for you to invest it's there for you to do other things but you get a choice in what you do with that and actually paying yourself a wage outside of that so you know, the biggest thing for me was like, the, honestly, I think one of the best things I ever did in business was start paying myself a, a, a wage. A fixed wage, A yeah. fixed wage that yeah. was based on percentage of what I was earning, yeah. right, at that particular time. And I would do it in quarters. So every quarter I would reassess, right, and I would, so I wouldn't do it week by week but I would actually reassess on the quarter and I would give myself a wage for that quarter. So then yeah. what it does is that like your business will grow, or hopefully your business yeah. will grow. From that period of time So it's like every quarter Right I would I would set my goal What I want to do With my business But I would base my wage Off the previous quarter yeah. So that I was never Driving myself into a hole Where I'm spending more But the fact that I was Paying myself a wage Means that I'm now separating expenses And I'm looking at Building profit in the business And also paying myself a wage Which means the wage Actually gets put in And accounted as an expense Within my business mm-hmm. So now my percentages Are um, My business is building profit I'm getting a wage Where I can start to build wealth in my own life and that's giving me like peace of mind because I know that my business is doing really well my business is making a profit and I can start building wealth over here I can start using my money to invest in property yeah. to invest or like or you shares, know save or- for property shares just fucking you know Doing stuff, you know, like going out for dinner and this stuff, and that's that's my money. My business is still in a really good position over here, which is peace of mind, which allows me to actually think ahead. Like it also
0: allows you to put yourself in a position. Now this is something I did, where you can you can choose to give yourself a pay cut, right, to improve the business's stability. This is wild, man. Like that's something that I've done, and doing that, giving my like reducing the take home that I make, right, to progress the business is something that has fuck, man, it's blew my business up tenfold right like online man like like i've hired i've hired another online coach i've i've got a a va in place and it's like all this shit wouldn't have been able to be would have been able to be done if i was paying myself what i was six months ago yeah i'm happy to take the pay cut and you know save less money the business is doing so much better and in you know two three years that's going to pay off tenfold and
1: and this is where planning ahead becomes important like because again it's it's important to understand that you know you, you need to pay yourself as well like That's it's nice. like and, and you need to pay yourself well because it's like and and but strategically it's not like hey you deserve this yeah, like man. it's like no like why do you why do you need more cash flow right now if your main goal in your life is to actually buy a house with your partner you're going to need a better wage mm-hmm. but if your main goal right now is to build your business and they are fucking separate yep right you may need to put invest some of your own wage into the business to allow for that growth to occur. But guess what, you can actually plan for this stuff. Like, you know, I think sitting down and having chats with your partner, if you've got one, having chats with financial advisors, anything like that, you know, actually allows you to strategically think ahead with your business, with everything that you're doing, and actually start to really, really create some steel in the walls, right? In terms of understanding exactly the, the next move that you're making based on the moves that you know are going to occur later on in life. Yep. So it's like later on in the year, like again, chess, not checkers. It's like in chess, right, in checkers, you're only ever worried about the next move. In chess, you have to worry about three, four, five moves ahead. And that's how you should look at your business. Or more importantly, your life. It's like you're the porn, right? This is metacognition. You're the you're the you're the you're the porn or whatever that thing is. I don't not don't I don't know. play
0: chess. Yeah, whatever. The thing... I understand
1: chess. I've studied game theory, but I don't yeah. play it that often. But it's like you're looking at it, right? But you're still above this, looking at your 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 next five moves, yeah, 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 right? You're still above that. It's like, this is what metacognition, it's the brain on top of your brain, looking at what your brain does and why your brain does it. Yeah. Right? And that's what we're doing. We're like looking above and we're like, okay, well, if I move here, this, 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 and then the next move from that. And then it's like, so on. And it's like, if we can start to look at our life and our business in that light, guess what? We are, we are absolutely creating stability and we're giving ourselves choices. Because that's the game here is that without without that money, without that capital, without that stability, without that that kind of backing, yeah. right, you're, you're, you're hands
0: forced. But you're also giving yourself preparation to understand and adapt to preemptive uh, struggles or failures or whatever you want to call them. You're giving yourself a point where you can have other options you're kind of going well if that happens i'm going to do this if that happens all right sweet that's where i want to go right but you're always going to have a plan to bring you back to on your main path
1: 100 it's that little pivot right yeah. and that's that's what allows you so i think like cash flow right it's just so important like and i think it's something that gets neglected and i think you know a lot of us and i, I you know like money is still a very hard thing for many of us to talk about but I know for me, it's, it's much easier now. Like I understand the role of money in my life and it's to get me the things I want. Simple. It's a transaction. It's like, you know, um, oh, there's a guy, Zach Dixon. I think his name's Zach Dixon. I follow him on, um, on, on Facebook and stuff and I, I hear him talk and he kind of does this thing and it's like, well, do you like, like who here likes electricity? Yeah. Right? And it's like, who here likes hot water? And it's like, well, if you don't like hot water, that's cool. So don't fucking pay for them. But don't complain when bills come. Like you should be grateful for bills, yeah. right? It's like you're choosing to have these things, right? And it's this relationship with money. It's like this is that negative relationship. It's like if you get a bill, guess what? You chose to fucking do that, yeah. right? And if you chose to do that, that's an opportunity. That's something that there's people in this world that don't have that water. They don't have that electricity. There's people in this world that don't get that opportunity. You're choosing to have it. Be grateful when you get a bill. Be yep. grateful for the fact that you get to spend money on the things that you want. And that is the relationship with money that we all need to have. And that is something that I've only learned maybe in the last two years. And the only way to
0: build that, though, is if every fucking dollar has a
1: job. Every dollar has a job. Yeah. If you start putting into, you know, effort into your weaknesses, putting in effort into the things that maybe aren't doing that well and maybe scare you a little bit. Maybe you haven't negative relationship with it and this is where money comes in month like every don't have this negative relationship with making money right because you're, you're doing a job as well but build a business build a life that values money for what it really does for you and it gets you the things you want and that's time experiences and connections yeah bro, for sure that's um
0: that hits home man because a lot of people don't get that a lot of people try and roll their business and it just
1: fucking doesn't work it's hard man like i'm not saying this shit's easy like fuck you know i mean how how long you been at this bro seven years yeah me too and it's like you know compared to others like we're we're nothing as well like you know there's people that have been in this industry for way longer and i think you know uh, one of our missions with what we're doing with this podcast with this program is like you know we're trying to put people that have been in the industry for a long period of time that even not in the industry but try to educate people on these lessons because you know, maybe you don't have to get the ten thousand dollar tax bill. Maybe you don't have to do this if you listen to this podcast. And that's the reality of it: is that you know, you, you, we're like that's 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 what we're trying to do. We're trying to we're trying to give people the answers before making the mistakes. But the reality is, is that mistakes are actually great for your business. And especially, like you're going to go through these mistakes with money, like it's going to happen. But just start to shift the way you look at money start to shift the way you your perception of the relationship you'd have in it and you can really start to use it for what it's there for yeah and just
0: give yourself preparation man like when it comes to all the issues we've had i think it would have all they would have probably been solved if we had a bit more preparation a bit more of an idea what was actually happening in our business
1: rather than just working on it all the time 100 percent. all right we're going to wrap it up there um that was a good episode man I'm, i'm really happy with it um just before we go something that just popped into my mind is we have the pt profit system right which is on our website which is a free resource um you can actually get that at elitevitalitymastery.net um the, click the resources tab it's a free download you'll be sent the free resource um and basically it's a cash flow system just off the back of what we're talking about obviously it's really important um it is a system that you if you implement straight away like you will start to build capital in the bank and you will start have to it will give you stability um it will help you start to realize all the things that you are uh, maybe don't need to put your money into
0: but also help your business give every dollar a job.
1: hundred percent. And and that's the key. But um, you know, that just popped in my head. But um head on over, download it if you like. Um, and we we hope you enjoy the episode and we definitely hope that if you do download the the system, you get a lot out of it. And reach out if you need help implementing it as well. Too easy, guys. Peace. See ya.